0: Hey, Seattle hockey fans, Erica Elayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. Thank you, as always, for making us one of your listens of the day. I got a little emo yesterday saying farewell to Sue Bird, and the rest of the Seattle storm was difficult. We've had their exit interviews by now. Maybe a little controversy, but maybe we'll get into that at a later time. But we're here to talk about the Seattle Kraken. Got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about... Um, best and worst free agents do we already know free agent cons- contracts we're going to talk about that and then who are going to be the top five producers according to andy Ide, this seattle kraken season we've got that and more coming up on this episode of locked on kraken you are locked on kraken Hey, Seattle sports fans, welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. For those who are returning, it's always great to have you back. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on audio, we appreciate you. And the Locked on NHL show has seen some amazing growth, and that's because of you. We thank you. If this is your first time listening, well, thank you as well. Again, my name is Erica L. Ayala. I am your host of Locked on Kraken, your founding host. There's only ever been me. Uh, You're welcome. (laughs) But today, as I mentioned, we have a pretty jam-packed show. And at the end of the show, we're going to talk about what's cracking. That's uh, Seattle-specific news uh, to our hockey team or the surrounding community. So I think we have some fun ones to talk about, including a recall, which I'll get into later in the show. You're not going to want to miss it. But as promised, we're going to take you to... An article, this is by um, an outlet called Last Word on Hockey. They have a full series of best and worst free agent signings for each NHL team. And recently, they posted uh, their list for the Seattle Kraken. So this was posted yesterday. Uh, As always, you can find this in the show notes, but let's pull this up on the screen for you. Seattle Kraken best and worst free agent signings. Now, if you're listening on audio if you're watching on YouTube take a moment if you can safely to either tweet at locked on Kraken or write a comment in the uh, in the little comment boxes if you're watching on YouTube who do you think is the best free agent signing who do you think is the worst free agent signing did you do it okay we're gonna come back I'm very curious to see the comments and responses again you can either tweet at locked on Kraken. Uh, if you really want, you can also add me at elinze08 uh, or reply in the comments. I'm very curious to see who you think has the best free agent contract and the worst. But I'm going to take you through this list and give you my thoughts on, uh, on what we got here. So, the best free agent contract, the best signing so far in our very short history according to last word on hockey, is Adam Larson. And so you can see here it's a $16 million contract over four years. In the article, it stipulates for the first two seasons, no trade clause. And it also talks a little bit about what we saw leading up to the expansion draft. The Seattle Kraken did have the opportunity to sign players Um, but they, if they did that in that window of time where they could talk to, uh, to free agents, upcoming free agents, then that would have to count towards their tally in the expansion draft for that particular team. And so from, uh, from that is how we got Adam Larson, 16 million over four years, two years, um, oops, sorry, two years, um, no trade clause after that, it's uh, there's 10 teams uh, where there's a no trade clause. So, what do you think about this, Adam Larson? Here, um, the article goes on to talk a little bit about again the um, the early signing window, what Adam Larson has been able to do. I think that Larson, like a few other Seattle Kraken players, and I'll I'll take you over to their stats in just a minute, but he's been one of the players that put up better numbers than what we've seen throughout his career. Um, And so that's always good. You like to see that. Um, I'm going to take you over to those career numbers right now for those watching on YouTube. If you're listening on audio, then I'll walk you through it. But we see that Adam Larson has played, entered the league playing with the New Jersey Devils, and then he played with the Edmonton Oilers. The Seattle Kraken is his third franchise. And I'm hovering over this again. If you're watching on YouTube, you can check this out. But uh, you see that in 82 games played, uh, which is... Tied. He's only hit 82 games two other times. So this is his third season at 82 games, eight goals, 17 assists for 25 points. That is his highest point tally. Uh, His second highest was when he played 64 games for the New Jersey Devils in the 2014-15 season. As far as assists, uh, his highest assist numbers, and we'll scroll up here, was also with New Jersey. That was also the 2014-15 season. And eight goals is his highest production in his career. So again, we're seeing, and this is not, Uh, We've seen this throughout, we've talked about this throughout the regular season, and certainly as we did the exit interviews, as I mentioned yesterday, and again, for those who may be new, if you're not already subscribed to Locked on Kraken on YouTube, go ahead and do that, because we have the exit interviews from these players, and usually when I play the exit interview in an episode, in a full episode, I also do a breakdown of their stats, but you can also find the full exit interviews without my commentary, just listening to the players and the media in the scrum. You can find that on YouTube. We have a playlist that is for player media availability. I'm going to go ahead and put that in the show notes just so you have access to it. So we see uh, that's that's what we have here. So let's go back to this list um, because an honorable mention – uh, whoops, might have. I don't know if you saw that, but I don't think the worst contracts really a surprise. I mean, is it? I don't know. Honorable mention Jaden Schwartz. I'm really high on Jaden Schwartz. I've liked Jaden Schwartz um, since before I started this podcast. I knew of Jaden Schwartz by way of Bray Ketchum Peel, who is in a, a founding member of the New York, at the time, Riveters of the then National Women's Hockey League, which of course has rebranded now to the Premier Hockey Federation. The Riveters have also rebranded to the Metropolitan Riveters. But Bray Ketchum Peel was also a general manager for the Connecticut Whale and really helped turn that franchise around to what they are now. Anyway, being a huge Bray Ketchum, fan uh Bray Ketchum played in college uh with Mandy Schwartz and uh I've talked about that before when we when we signed Jaden I talked a lot about that I asked Jaden about that so again check out those media availabilities but um so I knew a lot about Jaden watched that run up to the Stanley Cup playoffs um for the St. Louis Blues so with Jaden it's a 5.5 AAV um That's a five-year contract um, with Jaden Schwartz. So making, you know, a decent amount of coin for the Seattle Kraken. Now, the thing with Jaden is that he only had 37 games played. And uh, it's in this article, it talks about why potentially Jaden is an honorable mention is because That contract, the value of his contract, him being a player that's on the wrong side, using air quotes for those of you listening, on the wrong side of 30. I think that's such an interesting conversation. Maybe it's because I'm on the wrong side of 30, but I get it. Uh, Fans game, or so they say. Um, With him being on the wrong side of 30, and uh, he's right at 30. But anyway, if his injuries continue to keep his games played low, That might be something where the contract value, certainly for the Seattle Kraken, is not what we want. But then also, is it something where if we had to offload Jaden Schwartz, it becomes more difficult? And again, the article breaks down um, what Jaden has uh, as far as his no, uh, no trade clauses and things like that. So I liked this article because it gave us a little bit of a glimpse to what that contract is in the no trade clause. I think that is important, um, as we'll get to in some of the other lists for the absolute worst contracts and then the honorable mention. Because, um, you know, if you have a player and you want to offload them, but you're limited, maybe you want to move them or you have a good deal to move them to a team, but you can't because of that trade uh, clause. Um, From a player's perspective, I absolutely get it. Uh, You want to have some autonomy over where you're playing. I'm just saying it makes it a little more complicated. I'm usually not the type of person who's going to cry a river for the business side of it, I'm definitely more player friendly. But anyway, it's just something to consider. All right, here we go. The worst contract. I mean, again, I, I gave you some time. So, you know, hopefully this isn't a spoiler. But are we surprised? Are we surprised that it's Philip Grubauer? With one season in hand, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen here. But Philip Grubauer did not have great numbers. I mean, so now I'm taking you over to his stats. We see that he had 55 games played for Seattle. That's his most. But, I mean, if we look at the save percentage, his lowest save percentage, he's been 900-plus for all of his seasons, save for last season. Look at the the saves that he made uh, as a raw total obviously went up. So you have to keep that in mind. Obviously he's had played more games, but also the workload. Come on, let's be real. Um, So, you know, goals against highest. He's never broke a hundred. He's never even gotten more than 90 goals against. Again, some of that we have to factor into how many more games he's playing, but goals against average Only once in his rookie season did he have a worst GAA goals against average. Not a great season for Philip Grubauer. I feel like we've talked about it so much on this show. Definitely listen to my interview with Linda Cohn, former goaltender herself, obviously ESPN personality who has been championing ice hockey at ESPN for 30 years. So we had her on the show to celebrate and commemorate her 30th season, her 30th year at ESPN. And she got pretty real about Philip Grubauer. So I don't think this is a surprise. Let's go back to the article. Um, you know, we know he's got Stanley Cup caliber. Um, and, but here's the other thing the deal confused. Many people at the time, Uh, the German had recently performed very well and was the recent Vesna Trophy finalist. However, his career stats did not match the contract awarded. And just so you know, that's a six year 5.9 AAV contract. That's a big contract. You know, and a lot of people had questions about Groovy. I mean, we know what Colorado's MO was essentially before last year. Um, They played well in the regular season and then kind of, you know, just couldn't get over the hump in the playoffs. Not quite the same as the Maple Leafs, but still frustrating. Um, He's got a full no trade clause. Um, And that's not modified until the the last three years of the six-year deal. So, we're not getting rid of Groovy anytime soon. So, just something to keep in mind. The um, honorable mention here, Alexander Wenberg. Now, recently I did a breakdown of Alexander Wenberg's contract because we were talking about Centerman. So, if you missed that again, you can find over on the YouTube page, you can find our archived um, YouTube. Shows not only the full shows, but also there are different playlists for individual players. So, either if we have that player, there's an interview that we're showing, or if we're talking about them, you'll see them in that playlist. But, um, you know, um, thinking about again if and how we need to move this contract, can we move the contract? So that's part of the reason that you see uh, Venberg where he is. But I'm going to take you again over to Locked on Crack and let's take a look at his production. I think it's important when we're talking about these players to also get a sense of what they have done Uh, in their career versus what they have done with Seattle. Small sample size, obviously, with Seattle. And it was a tough season. Let's keep it real. So we have to keep that in mind. But, um, you know, we see that Wenberg played – he was tied with his most games for Columbus. He played 80 games. He played 80 games for us. He uh, third highest goals uh, with 11 goals for us, 26 assists. Um, that's uh, about fourth best or third best, third, fourth best, fourth best, excuse me, and 37 points overall. So not his best numbers, um, not his worst but certainly not his best. We see that with Columbus. He had a 59-point season. He had a 40-point season. And this is a Seattle team that needed offense. And again, the argument made in this article is that with that no-trade clause, um, knowing that we have Wenberg on the books, um, it was a three-year deal, 4.5 AAV, 10-team, no-trade clause. So, um, The argument in this article is his AV doubled and we have less flexibility if we have to offload that. So something to keep in mind. But coming up next on Locked on Kraken, you might know Andy Ide from the work that he does on NHL.com or the Sound of Hockey podcast. We're going to get into one of his articles. Where he's talking about players for the Seattle Kraken that have to have a big season. And as promised, we'll get into our What's Kraken segment so you know what's happening in the Seattle Kraken community but right now let me tell you about built bar i tell you all the time about built bar i'm a huge fan of any snack that's going to keep me from being hangry i actually had to pop a, a built bar earlier today i i woke up a little early or late excuse me didn't have time to cook up some breakfast but thankfully i had a built bar 160 calories 15 grams of protein in each bar, which is, of course, deliciously covered in real 100% chocolate. I did have the cookie dough chunk puffs. The thing that I love about the puffs is that it's a collagen protein in the puff, so it gives you that additional protein. It's good for uh, your hair, your bones, your nail growth, all of that good stuff, and it's absolutely delicious. Not only is it covered in chocolate, but you have a cookie dough flavor to it makes it great for a quick bite, which is what I needed today. So head over to built.com. You can use promo code locked 15. That's going to get you 15% off your next order of built bar. Again, locked on 15 for 15% off your next order of built bars over at built.com. Happy snacking. Welcome back. Welcome back, Seattle hockey fans or Seattle sports fans. Um, I told you a little bit about Sue Bird yesterday. We we're going to close out the show with our what's kraken. And I'll also let you know some of our local teams that are playing because now that the storm are out of the playoffs, the Seattle Kraken haven't started playing yet, but there's plenty of sports going around. And I also teased that it seems like maybe next month we might get uh, an expansion announcement which would mean the NBA is coming back to the Emerald City. Oh baby. So we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that last part as we get rolling throughout the month, but let's talk about the five most important players. So we talked about the best and worst. I'm looking forward to reading your comments. Who did you have as the best? Who did you have as the worst free agent contracts? But now let's talk about hopefully something a little more on the positive side. Um, and I'm actually going to start with who Andy i has at Number one, because I do agree. The person that we need to have an absolute lights out and better season than they had last year is the same guy who, in our other article, has the worst free agent contract, and that's Philip Grubauer. Not only because we want that contract to be worth the money that we're spending and that we're committed to, but because we're committed to Philip Grubauer, uh, we have limitations on what we can do with Joey Decord, and Chris Drieger is out with injury. We brought in Martin Jones, but we're going to need Philip Grubauer much more steady between the pipes this season. Um, And so... This Andy writes, Seattle doesn't need Grubauer to bounce back to his career. Getting closer to his career average of um, a 9.4 will help. Uh, Backup goalie Chris Drieger will not be available for most of the coming season after suffering suffering a knee injury in the World Championships playing with Team Canada. So... Seattle did bring in veteran Martin Jones. I just mentioned that to fill in as the number two guy this year, but we will lean more on Grubauer. And remember, we were talking about that equitable time between the pipes with Drieger and Gruby. Drieger talked a lot at the expansion draft about wanting to come to Seattle, and that being because he thought he was going to get more time, but then he had injuries. He had COVID. Like we, we talked about this numerous times on the podcast. It never came to fruition, which meant that if Gruby thought he was going to get less uh playing time or more equitable balance that didn't happen for him either so i like this so we're going the list goes from five to one but i wanted to start with grubauer so let's skip up to the top i'm not going to go in as much detail with everyone but vince dunn is at number five um the kraken didn't have an explosive defenseman when it came to their contributions on offense but a return to his early career from dunn form from dunn was encouraging so Andy I liked what he saw from Vince Dunn I think the Seattle Kraken did as well Vince Dunn's one of my favorite players to watch I do think he was a defenseman that stood out for the right reasons so I like this pick at number four Jared McCann again another that we've talked about regard whether we're talking about centermen whether we're talking about wingers he's got that flexibility he was on that early triple J line uh Jaden Schwartz Jared McCann um and, of course, Jordan Eberly. So I liked that Triple J line. They had to get, you know, moved around a little bit just given injuries and people out and stuff like that. But Jared McCann was a huge part of that. And the first player that we ex- extended uh, their contract. So we're expecting big things from Jared McCann. I do think that he delivered and then some last season. So what are we going to get from McCann this year? But I agree. He's got to be one of the top five players that we get production from um, Oliver Bjorkstrand. I like this as well. I do think he has to produce. There's a reason that we got him um, in a trade and we need players like Oliver Bjorkstrand. I talked about that with our crossover or, as I like to say, squad cast with Locked on Kings. We talked about it when we had Jay Foster of Locked on Blue Jackets so we could figure out you know what we're getting from Bjorkstrand. So I like this very, very much. Seems like a, a good guy. 30 plus uh, goals a season what we're hoping is what Jay thinks we'll get. So I'm with that. And then Maddie Beneers. I like this pick as well. I think so many people are enamored by Shane Wright, but we still have to figure out what we're getting from this guy. Whereas in Maddie Beneers, we got a little taste, right? We got a little bit of a taste. And so now we need him to deliver, step up his game. We talked about it yesterday. He is in Michigan, putting in time, putting in work, and I love it. He'll be just 19 when the season's open, and he's still a rookie with very little NHL experience. Andy reminds us, but that being said, we did see glimmers of hope and promise, and because of his demeanor, because he has a little bit of time in the league, and with the Seattle Kraken players, I think that with the additions of people like Bjorkstrand or Burakovsky, I do think that Maddie Beniers is going to be in a great position to not only uh, learn and absorb, but he's going to be able to learn by doing. And you know what? We're, we're talking about anything but up. Again, Linda Cohn talked about that when she joined the show. We're talking about there's nowhere to go but up. We also talked about that with Eddie Garcia from Locks on Kings earlier in the week nowhere to go but up. And Maddie Beneers personifies that not as like a a slight, but as the promise, right? It's so exciting and freeing when you know that you got a little bit of a taste, you're not coming in 100% raw, but the opportunities, the growth is endless for Maddie Beneers. And if we can get him to produce and be the type of leader on the ice that he has been promised to be, it's gonna be beautiful so check out that it's over at Seattle sports uh, mynorthwest.com that's by Andy eyed and again of course in the show notes coming up next because we're gonna we're gonna roll through uh, our what's cracking because I'll tell you what's cracking for me I got some banana bread in the oven and I don't want to overcook it so coming up next we're gonna go over what's cracking so you know what's happening so you know what's happening in the Seattle hockey community. Hey, Seattle hockey fans. Okay, we're just about done with this show. But once you finish listening to Locked on Kraken, we want to make sure you go over and listen to Locked on NHL. Uh, Yeah, we put out some controversial polls on jerseys and stuff like that. But there's also some really great analysis. And they don't talk about any team specifically. They talk about them all. So if you got to catch them all, you got to catch all the news about the NHL. Locked on NHL is the way to go. And... I want to make sure that I'm going to tease this a little, but... Uh, we have something pretty cool as an activation as a, a channel, as the NHL channel, uh, as we get into live games and game recaps. So you're not going to want to miss out on that. All right. What's Kraken? Let me tell you what's cracking. Uh, first of all, we are about to celebrate starting tomorrow, the one year anniversary of the Kraken Community Iceplex. And just like we always see for the Seattle Kraken, of course, they have some amazing things planned land 32% off a public skate and stick and puck sessions a free dessert with a purchase of an entree at the 32 bar and grill 25% off jerseys at the team store and more so check that out that's in the show notes congratulations on 1 year of cracking community iceplex other things that we have in our What's Kraken, I want to talk about something that we've talked about early in the show. But for those who know, I am a huge fan of Alison Lucan. She had some great analytics pieces in The Depths or the membership group for the Seattle Kraken. Now, what she posted a year ago on The Depths is now available on the Seattle Kraken website. So make sure you support Allison Lucan. She's got an extended role. I can't wait to talk to her a little bit more about that. So we're going to get into that. And then, ooh, get love. Maybe not in the depths, but in the cornfield. There is going to be a Kraken-themed corn maze that ha- will benefit charities. It's the The Stalker's Farm design is a Seattle Kraken theme. And the Snohomish Farm corn maze, uh, the proceeds that they make from this will benefit the Ronald McDonald House Charities. Um, So this is pretty cool. I mean, look, look at this. Born of the Sea, Seattle Kraken. I mean, that seems like a pretty extensive design. So I can only imagine what it's like to get lost in the depths of a corn maze. So go check that out. Uh, like I said, I've got some banana bread in the oven. So we want to keep this pretty short and sweet. We're also coming to our 30 minute mark. Um, so your wellness tip of the day, hey, you know, what you fuel your body with is so important to your uh, vibrancy, to your energy, to your overall well-being. And cooking is something that I absolutely love to do. Unfortunately, there are times where I have to do things quick and easy, but that's why Built Bars got me covered. Even when I have to grab a quick snack, I try to do it on the more healthy side. But when I get to cook, it is something that is just a love language, whether I'm appreciating myself and making sure I'm fueling my body the right way or if I want to show my love and appreciation for other people. So find your way and your love language and your way of honoring and appreciating yourself and others. For me, it just happens to be cooking. So I'm going to get to that banana bread, uh, but I hope you find your joy. We talked about that yesterday. I've talked about and been honest how it was tough. It's tough at times, but find your joy, honor and respect those who are around you and who you know, have shown you such compassion and grace in your hard times. And this Locked on Kraken community is definitely that for me. Until our next episode, hold fast, stay true, be kind to yourself and to others. And of course, let's go Kraken. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.